Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I'm so excited to have you here today listening. Wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, if you're walking, driving, surfing, whatever, welcome to the show. This podcast, in case you're new, is all about how to navigate whatever stage of life you're in. We usually focus on 20s, but if you're in your 50s, your 40s, 30s, whatever, you're so welcome. But we talk about how to navigate your life And we have deep conversations about things like wellness, faith, hormones, life, deep combos, all the things. So anyway, today's episode is a bonus episode. I usually just post on Wednesdays, but we're doing an episode on a Friday today. I'm so excited. Two times in one week with you guys, and I am truly so joyful about that. But this episode... It's going to be part Q&A because you guys have sent me a lot of questions and I wanted to get to them, but also I wanted to give you some tips on how to navigate the weekend and how to be balanced while still staying healthy. This also applies to any day of the week. We haven't done an episode in a while about balance and I'm a huge believer in balance. If you didn't know that about me, balance loving yourself through the entire process of the journey because we're on a journey our whole lives and I think it's really important that we don't hate ourselves while we're on the journey. And I think it's really easy to fall into that mindset mindset trap. So we're going to talk about it today. We're also going to get into some questions, like I said. But before we do that, we always start things off with a much needed self-check-in. So take a moment wherever you are. We're going to take a nice inhale through our nose, fill up your lungs with so much goodness, so much love into your beautiful body. And then exhale, sighing out, letting go of anything that's holding you back, any tension, negativity, insecurities, let them go. Okay. Whew. Now, a little different today. I want you to ask yourself, have I given myself a high five in the mirror? What, Callie? <laughs> that is right. I first heard this from Mel Robbins. The power of high-fiving yourself in the mirror. It's like you're giving yourself a bestie high five. You're hyping yourself up. So if you haven't already, go to a mirror right now and just high-five yourself. And be like, you're doing a great job, girl. And then I want you to ask yourself next, What is something that I love about me on the outside? Think about it. And then ask yourself, what is something I love about me on the inside? And now I want you to ask yourself, what is something in my life, something that I do, someone I'm around a lot, anything that makes me feel loved? Okay, next question. Have I drink water in the past 30 minutes? We ask this every week. If you have or not, grab your water. I'm going to grab mine and we're going to do a little cheers. Cheersy cheers on three, two, one. Cheers to hydration. Alrighty. My water bottle makes a very strange noise. So if you heard that on the mic, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Next question is, have I stood up in the past 60 minutes? If you have not, stand up, shake out the legs, shake out the arms, get the blood flowing and sit back down. Last question, you guys. I want you to ask yourself, how can I add balance into my daily life? Balance can be anything, whatever you want it to be for yourself. Basically, when I say balance, it means not having one area of area of your life over dominating the other areas of your life. Usually there is one area that usually takes more priority in different seasons, but making sure that you aren't super hyper obsessive with one thing. So maybe even working a lot, how can you add more play into your life? 
think about it. Take some time, journal it out. And then we're getting to our updates, very quick updates, because I already updated you like a day ago. There's not that many more updates, but you deserve to know. Okay. Update, update, updates. First of all, shout out you guys for making our merch launch so special and so fun. I am truly overjoyed with how many of you guys got the hoodie, the You Are Loved hoodie. And like I said, I may or may not launch it again in a couple months when I am not traveling constantly and I can ship them out to you guys. But I am so thankful that everyone, for everyone who got one, thank you guys. Thank you for all the compliments of them. It makes me so happy to hear that. I designed it myself after many trial and error, just moments. I'm so excited for you guys to get your hands on the hoodie and I'll be shipping them out soon. But shout out that, shout out that you guys. That was awesome. Other updates, I have been skating so much and it is making me so happy. As you know, you may not know this, but you might already know this. I was a figure skater for most of my life. I started skating when I was two years old, actually. First pair of skates when I was two. Didn't start figure skating though till I was eight. And I'm 24 now, so I skated all the way up until I was a junior in high school. Then I went to college and then... I skated a couple times in college, but not like super consistently. And then I didn't skate for an entire year this past year. And then I finally got my skates back on my feet and I have been skating. I went down to Palm Beach today, actually. I hung out with my friend who lives in Palm Beach and then I went to the rink and then I ran a couple errands and it just feels so right to be skating. I can't explain it. I mean, actually I can. I really believe that it's important to make sure even as an adult, we're still doing things that make our inner child happy and feel like our inner child. So having more time to just do a hobby, something that isn't, I don't know, I think all the time we're like, how do we make money? How do we turn this into a money-making thing? But really just having something that's fun. I mean, we deserve it. Like not everything in this life is about money. It's also important to take time to just enjoy life and you're allowed to do that and you deserve that. So that's been really cool. It's helped me a lot with healing mentally, physically. I feel like very strong physically, which is really cool. And it's great. So that is the update. I have a date night with my husband, John, tonight. We're going to go to a local Italian restaurant, actually the restaurant that we're going to be catering for our wedding, which is in less than three weeks. I did not realize it was in less than three weeks until, what is that? a day ago and I was like oh (laughs) what (laughs) anyone who has planned a wedding or is planning a wedding they always say it gets pretty stressful as the times count down and I'm not like that stressed thankfully this wedding's pretty chill I didn't want to be like crazy over the top but honestly there are so many little details I'm just like what am I missing you know So that's happening. And someone did ask a question about, hey, update us about all the wedding festivities. And, you know, I think I will right now. I'll give you all, or not all, because that'd take forever. But I'll give you some of the deets, some highlights that I'm really excited about for this wedding. We're having a dry wedding, if you didn't know that. I don't really drink. Sometimes I have a glass of wine if I really want one, but I just don't drink really. And I have a whole episode about sobriety when I stopped drinking. I took a year of just not drinking at all. Now I have the mindset of like, if I want to have a glass of wine, I'm not going to be restrictive about it. But my relationship with alcohol has shifted a lot into more of a mindset of like, I like red wine. So here and there. But anyways, John doesn't drink. And so 
alcohol is just not part of our relationship anymore and we're like let's just have a dry wedding and anyone who doesn't want to have alcohol at their wedding it's totally fine to not have alcohol at your wedding I was really worried at first that people would think it's lame they wouldn't want to come but to be honest the real ones will show up people that are your people they're not going to be like I'm not coming just because you're not having alcohol like that's ridiculous if they have that mindset and they're not a real friend if that's their, if they literally can't come support you just because they want to drink. But regardless of that, it's a whole little side rant. <laughs> We're having mocktails and our friend Richie is actually making them for us. And I'm so excited because he used to be a barista at this local coffee shop here. And he's really talented and amazing at making mocktails. He's making us a raspberry oat milk latte, a peppermint hot chocolate. Our mocktails are crazy. They're like something hibiscus and then like raspberry mojito. I don't know. They're really, really good, you guys. But we're going to have that. And then we're also for... We honestly didn't have a huge budget for the wedding. So we've had to be a little DIY with it. The cake is Publix cake. I'm going to decorate it myself. So I ordered a little cake topper. I'm going to put some fake flowers on it from our reception decorations that we have. So it ties in with the theme. I realized that people don't really care about cakes. Like the wedding guests, I don't remember anyone's cake from any wedding I ever went to. I literally don't even think I saw the last cake I was at the wedding for or had the cake, which I was bummed about because I love cake. But anywho, we're having that. And then our food, like I said, is a local restaurant. Our goal with the wedding is to make it very special to John and I. So a lot of things that are important to us. We love supporting local businesses where we live because it's a smaller town. And so we just wanted to have things that we love in our day-to-day life and give our friends and family that experience because so much, so many of our family actually don't live in Florida. In fact, I don't think I have a single family member that lives in Florida aside from one third cousin. But anyways, that's really fun. And I had a thought, oh my gosh, this is an update, you guys. Our DJ unfortunately canceled on us (laughs) and I really feel like I've just been in a season of my life where I'm like, you know what, God, you have something else in plan in store for us. And that is cool. And I have never been in this kind of mindset in my entire life. I've always been very anxious about things. If something doesn't go my way, I freak out. And when I heard this at first, I was like, uh, what do we do? But then, but then a light bulb went into my brain. You guys, my husband, John, DJs. He's super, super talented. If you guys use SoundCloud, I'm going to plug him right now because he's actually so good. I'm not just saying that because he's my husband. His SoundCloud, I'm finding what it is. It's Gualz, G-U-A-L-Z on SoundCloud. He makes like crazy good mixes or mashups. So kind of like Big Booty Mix, but I think they're better low-key. And he also makes sometimes just shorter songs of mashups. Like I'm looking at SoundCloud right now. He made UCLA Times Boy by Odessa last night or two nights ago. So good. Insane. He made Escape by Flume times Every Time We Touch by Cascada. That one's crazy good too. But anyways, I'm rambling. He is super talented and he's going to make us a mix for our wedding. We're going to play it and then have someone MC, probably like a friend of ours. And then we're having one of my friends and her boyfriend, I think are going to play music for the ceremony, live music. And I think we're going to get a smoke machine too. Anyways, lots of things happening. We're having s'mores as well. Cornhole. 
I wish I could invite every single one of you listening because I feel like I'm just telling you all the details and I'm like, it's going to be so fun, but I wish you could come. Anyways, that is the wedding deets, the rundown. I got the dress altered. She's ready to go. Can't wait to show you guys. She's super freaking cute. I would give you all the details, but I don't know if John will listen to this episode. Anyways, the veil came. I picked up the veil today. I have not looked at it, but it looks cute from the packaging. And yeah, that's the update. That was a long update. Whew. I actually intended for this episode to be really short, but you know, I feel like it never goes that way. And that's fine. I love talking to you guys. But let's move on. Update. Lots of updates. Lots of good stuff. But I want to move on to just quickly talking about some tips I have for how to stay balanced while also being healthy, while also enjoying your life and being a productive queen. If you like to go out, partying, eating yummy foods that aren't just vegan crackers. <laughs> you get the gist. Okay, let's get into it. So this is something that I've actually struggled with for a while is figuring out how to balance things. You've probably, if you've listened to episodes before on balance, most people will say you can't balance things perfectly. I 1000% agree with that statement. I think it'd be really robotic of us if our lives were perfectly balanced every single day. That'd be crazy, actually. Like, I can't even imagine that. I feel like every day would be the same. And if you, this is a definition of insanity, is when it's, you repeat the same thing over and over again. I think that's the definition of insanity. Fact check me. But anywho, life is not meant to always be balanced. The scale is going to tip in different directions. And like I mentioned earlier in the episode, Sometimes when that scale's tipped way too highly, let's say we have a seesaw is our visual. Let's say one end of the seesaw is all the way up and the other side's all the way down. And the side that's all the way up is our work or let's say it's our workload at school if you're in college or high school listening. And the other side is our free time or our play, time for ourselves. In this situation you want to try and balance out the weight distribution a little bit more. It's not usually going to be perfect. There's different seasons for different things. I mean, for me personally, you guys know this. I run my own business. I have a Pilates studio. It's online. I also have this podcast. I also have, I do content creation stuff as well. And running a business, it takes it takes some time and there are seasons I will say where I feel like I don't work a ton and it's amazing. I feel like I'm just doing doing the day-to-day stuff and then I have a lot of time on my hands to go and do whatever I want. But there are seasons like right now where I have a lot on my plate. I just had the merch launch. We have another launch of a challenge in a week and I have the wedding coming up and then I have just some other stuff happening with the business too. And It is, I've been working my butt off like the past week. I feel like I've had a really low-key unhealthy work-life balance. I've been working really late at night, which I try not to do, and then waking up early. I just have been feeling a little stressed. So in this situation, like even for me, sometimes I struggle with it. But point being is how do I personally navigate this? And this is me talking to myself as well. I'm going to use today for the perfect example. John and I had we have every Thursday we have plans to have our date night and if you're in a relationship this is actually 
something that I would recommend for anyone in a relationship. This is something that people, couples who have been married for longer than us, recommended to us when we were first got married and we're like, hey, how do we make time for each other and keep it special? They were like, have a weekly date night. So anyways, we have a weekly date night on, date night on Thursday. And today we are both really busy. So he's flooring at our new house, putting in the floors. And then I'm obviously working right now. And even though this does not feel like work, which is amazing. <laughs> but before that, I was doing some other stuff that was more work, like emails and things. Anyways, point being... We decided that we're going to start our date night at 7.30 p.m. We put a time on it. We're like, in the past, we've had date nights at our house. And usually those, they're fun, but they don't start. They start way later than we originally anticipated because we find things to do at our house. Where in busy seasons, we actually get out of our house and we joke that we're part of society. We'll go somewhere in society, like a restaurant, or we'll go to the beach or whatever we do, we'll go somewhere and we'll have a time for it. That actually gets us out of the work mode and it adds that balance of, okay, we have, there's more to life than just working. We have time for each other and it's really healthy. And it also gives us an end cutoff time for work. This is something that I did. I, want to maybe do it again because it was really good a couple months ago I actually had this similar situation where I was very 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 much working late at night and I feel like I didn't have a work-life balance I would only work all the time like I feel like work was the only thing on my brain so I started to give myself cutoff times at night for work I would say I am done at 6 p.m. every single day. If I'm not done by then, so what? That's my fault. I'll have to learn the next day how to get my how to get everything done in that time frame. I'd have dinner right after work and I would be done working. I'd then have my nighttime hangout with John or with a friend or with myself or with God, and then I'd go to bed. And it was really healthy. And honestly, I might have to do that again. I feel like it it's so funny. I always say this, when you give yourself a time frame to do things, you get them done in that time frame. But then when we when you don't give yourself a time frame to do the same things, you get those things done in a longer time frame. That sounds like procrastination, but it's true. <laughs> when I give myself no time to do something, I get it done in the no time I give myself. Where if I give myself an abundance of time, I feel like I still I just take up all that time just I don't even know what I'm doing. But that's something that's been really helpful for me with navigating balancing work just putting clear boundaries on it also writing down my to-do list not keeping the to-do list in my head because that list will go on forever that's really important and then allocating the days that you're going to get the tasks done as well is really helpful for keeping things balanced so that's on the work spectrum of balance let's talk about nutrition This is a topic I want to talk more about. I kind of want to have a nutritionist on the podcast. If you guys want to, if if you have a specific nutritionist you like, send me them, email me them. I will have them on a podcast because I don't think I've had a nutritionist on the podcast yet. I'm a health coach. I'm certified, but I feel like nutrition is one of the areas where I've struggled the most in my personal journey with it. And so I'd love to have someone who really, really understands the science behind everything (laughs) to talk about different things. But I can give you guys some general ideas that have really helped me with my own personal nutrition journey. So lately I've been eating a lot healthier and 
I'm not restrictive, which has been really cool. And if you listen to my own fitness journey and you've listened to the show for a while, you've probably heard by this point, I struggled with an eating disorder 2021. I'm not going to go into that, but there's more on that if you want to, if you want to listen to that whole journey. And so I had to really heal my relationship around food and around my body image. And something that's been helping me is the crowding out mentality. And this has been really specific around sweets. This is how I find balance in what I eat. I don't have a set 80-20 rule where I'm like, you have five unhealthy meals to eat this week and then the rest are all healthy, no sugar. That's not how I roll. I'm more of, hey Callie, like, this is this is honestly what I've been doing. I've been like, hey Callie, let's have, let's aim for one sweet a day. I don't want to say no sweets because then that makes you want to have more sweets subconsciously. Callie, one sweet a day. If you want to have more sweets, let's figure out ways to make them healthier. So the crowding out method. There we go. I love hot chocolate so, so much. That is a fun fact about me. I will drink hot chocolate any time of the year. Summertime when it's 100 degrees out, wintertime, you name it, I will have hot chocolate. There is a, an iconic video. I will have to dig it up for you guys. Where when I was, I think it was like 15, I don't know what I was auditioning for, but it was some figure skating thing and there was a talking portion of the audition. And the question that I was answering was, describe your perfect day. And we, as in John and I, always laugh at that video because we'll mimic what I said. I was like, in my little Southern accent, because I used to have a Southern accent when I lived in Texas, I was like, my perfect day, I would have hot chocolate with whipped cream it's so funny but we always joke about that because i'm a hot chocolate girly to heart anyways point being on that i could have a hot chocolate every single night hands down but the thing is i want to eat healthier when i was pregnant i genuinely could only eat junk food for a time frame because nothing else sounded good to me everything else made me want to throw up and during that time frame, I just felt disgusting inside. I was eating takeout constantly. I just felt like icky. So now that I'm not pregnant, I just am craving healthy, nourishing foods. And this really started when I went to the ranch last week and was like actually eating vegetables and juicing things. And it was super healthy and amazing. I felt so good. So I've been on a little health girly kick. And what's been helping me with the hot chocolate craving I make hot cacao. So this is the crowding out method. I will crowd out hot chocolate with a healthier alternative of the hot chocolate that has healthier, let's use in the sense of the new nutrients in it are going to provide my body more value. While there's healthy moments of having foods that maybe aren't necessarily as nutritious, that's also healthy in some areas. In this situation, I want to make sure I'm actually giving myself nutrients. So what I'll do is I'll make, I use lactate milk, I'll froth it with one tablespoon of cacao powder, no sweetener in it, nothing, and it'll add some whipped cream on top. So I still get a little bit of sugar from whipped cream, a little bit of sweetness. It is so good. I can't even begin. I think I like it more than hot chocolate because it's not as sugary, but it's perfect. So that's been really, really helpful for me in terms of crowding out sweets, especially late at night sweets. 
You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period side girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, Feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Cali at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Cali for 15% off today. I mentioned this before, but I've had some insulin resistance issues in the past with blood work I got done like a year ago. I had high insulin resistance and they told me it's important to make sure that you don't have, I think it was sweets at night. So I've been trying to find ways to have healthier versions of sweets and this is just one of the ways. So that's one way I find balance in my food. 
I, I really do try not to be restrictive. I don't count my calories. I counted my macros like a month or so ago. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll count my calories for a day or so just to see my macro numbers because macros are important to see if you're getting enough protein every day, how the balance is between your carbs, your proteins, and your veggies. And so I wanted to know, hey, how do my macros look? So that is one healthy way I've counted calories before. But if you do struggle with counting calories and the restriction of it, I've been there. Trust me, that's why I don't really count them on a daily basis. That is one way to make it a little bit healthier, a little bit more balanced and not so obsessive over the numbers because the numbers usually don't mean that much, especially because if you're using like MyFitnessPal, it doesn't take into account your active calories that you're burning from just walking around all day, doing workouts. It isn't accurate. So the numbers, you can't get hung up on the numbers, but the macros are where it's important because you actually see, hey, the foods I ate have this much protein in it or blah, blah, blah. So you can help not have deficiency. But that's just a little example. Once again, if you have struggled with calorie counting, I'm not saying to do it. You know yourself the best. You know if you get restricted with things. So just be careful and mindful about that. Okay. Other ways I balance things with fitness is I told you on our episode on Wednesday that I've been reading Atomic Habits. Last night, I really wanted to skip my workout and just go to bed, but I did read in the book, it's important to improve by one person every day. And with fitness, if you feel like your life's kind of busy and you don't have time for it and you want to just like, you want to still be the fit girly, you know, 10 minute workouts, you guys, five to 10 minute workouts on the busy days. It is better than skipping it, in my opinion. Obviously, give yourself rest days. Do what you got to do to not be like, over hyper pushing yourself all the time but if you want to be more consistent and you want to add the fitness into the scale and the balancing ratio of work life taking care of yourself all those things five to ten minute workouts they add so much goodness to your day and if you feel stressed from work if you feel like you're struggling with not having time to take care of yourself and your body doing a short and sweet workout will give you that time And so I did a 10 minute abs workout on my reformer last night. It was amazing. I feel like I'm still in my routine. I didn't break it and I'm really proud of myself. And then in terms of balancing, like going out and stuff and being social, this is one of those things where you really have to be intuitive and listen to your energy levels. If you are a cycle syncing girly and you are in a phase of your cycle where you're feeling more social, and you feel like you have high energy to go out, have fun, go do your thing. But if you're maybe about to get your period or or you're on your period and you're just feeling really antisocial, tired, but you feel FOMO for not going out, I'm telling you, you've probably heard this, there's always another party. There's always going to be another night of that. And it's important to take care of yourself. I have a quick story. When I was in college, I went to the University of Miami, aka Crazy Party School, I went out two weeks straight, you guys, two weeks straight, and my eyes turned bloodshot red because I was so exhausted. My body was probably, my liver probably hated my guts, and I was physically unwell, and it was not good. It was not cute. 
So don't be me. Don't push yourself past your limits. It's really important to listen to how you're feeling socially because not every day has to be a super social day. If you're in college and you don't like to go out until the wee hours of the morning, don't go out until the wee hours of the morning. I mean, not everyone in college parties super hard. And I think sometimes party culture or college culture can make you feel that way. But there are other people that feel like how exactly how you're feeling. And when I stopped drinking alcohol and really partying a lot, I felt the FOMO. I felt like I was the only one who didn't who didn't go out in their 20s. And I realized pretty quickly that I wasn't alone in that. So the balancing act for your own life is finding that healthy balance of how many days a week do I feel good being social? Do I need to give myself two to three? Oh. Okay, we're back. My friend just called me. Anyways, it's important to just truly, truly find that happy number of how social you are. And you don't have to be like every week I social four times a week. You can really take it day by day. You can take it week by week. But for me, it's been helpful to find balance in my social life by tracking my cycle. And I have episodes on cycle syncing. If you want to reference those in the past, I'm going to have Maddie Miles on the show again soon. She's a hormonal expert. We're going to chat all things cycle syncing. So if you have any specific questions about that, let me know and we'll answer them on the upcoming episodes to come. But anyways, that's also been really helpful for me just finding that balance and being like, why don't I feel social? Oh, I'm about to go in period. That's why. But anyways, that's my little spiel on balance. It's really important to realize that you can still be healthy. You can still be social. You can still be healthy. You can still have a successful business. You can still be healthy. You can still have good relationships. Like you can do all the things and sometimes it feels overwhelming. Like how do people actually have time for anything? But ultimately you have to pick and choose what are your highest priorities? What areas of your life do you want to put the most energy into? And making time for those things. Even if you work a crazy job where you work a bajillion hours a day and you feel like you never have time for yourself, I'm sure there is somewhere in there in your schedule five minutes, five minutes for you. And even if your fitness is five minutes any day or your time to just spend time with God is five minutes in the morning or your time to do your skincare is only five minutes, that is still time. And I promise that it'll make you feel so much better. So that's my that's my advice and don't get frustrated with yourself balancing things feels impossible. It's a it is a process and I have not yet figured it out perfectly but those are some things that have helped me a lot. Okay, let's answer a couple of questions before we go. I feel like this episode has become long. I was it's so funny. I was literally anticipating this to be like a 15 minute episode, but I love it. I feel like this is definitely going to help someone. So I'm all for a 30 minute plus episode, but let's do this thing. So someone asked a question and I want to do a whole episode about relationships soon, but how do I navigate being single when it seems like all my friends are in relationships? Am I doing something wrong? Okay. As someone who has always been a serial dater, (laughs) I feel like I was a little bit on the other side of the spectrum in my life in terms of the boyfriend, not having a boyfriend thing. But here's what I'll say as someone who is always in a relationship. It isn't as good as it seems, especially, especially when it's, so the girl who asked this question, she's in high school and I don't want to, I don't want to generalize in saying that 
every high school relationship is like this. But I have noticed with my, within myself and some of my friends before that it's really easy when any guy gives you attention to want to hop into that relationship. There is something about relationships being so glamorized in high school. And looking back, I definitely learned a lot of experience being in a relationship, but I had a lot of unnecessary pain and heartbreak that happened because I got in relationships relationships with guys that number one, were not really mature. I mean, I wasn't super mature either, but they were not ready for a relationship. I wasn't really either. And then number two, they were just not the right people. And there were things that I overlooked because I was so obsessed with being in a relationship. I wanted to have a boyfriend. I didn't care who that was. I just wanted to have a boyfriend. So my advice to you for feeling like you're doing something wrong is to understand that you're absolutely not doing anything wrong at all. In fact, that's the thing with relationships and life in general. It's really easy to want to compare our own timeline to other people's. Why is that person pregnant? I'm not. Why is this person making millions of dollars? Why am I not yet? Why is so-and-so in a happy, healthy relationship when I don't have anyone I'm even talking to? It's easy to look at other people and think they're automatically happy. Why do they have that? I don't. And jealousy sneaks in. But ultimately, I believe that the Lord has a perfect timeline for each and every single one of us. He has the person already picked out for you if there is the person like sometimes people don't get married and the cool thing about God is that his plan for each of us doesn't always make sense to us in the moment but he has such a plan for us and God's plan is ultimately the best plan and so I would assume he probably has someone for you but Just trust that no matter what, you are going to be okay and you are loved and the right person is going to come at the right time. And so patience is so key in the season of singleness. Growing closer to the Lord is so key in the season of singleness because when you're in a relationship, there's so much time spent pouring into that relationship that when you're single, you have that time to pour into yourself, to pour into friendships, to pour into getting closer to the Lord, to pour into career development, all these other things. So really embrace that because once you're in the right relationship, it's going to be absolutely worth it and amazing, but you're not going to have as much just you time. So that is something that I wish I could go back and tell myself, girl, being single is cool. It's okay. Like, you don't need a guy to make you happy. And I thought I did. I thought I needed to have a guy to make me whole. But ultimately, the Lord is going to make you whole when you really abide in him. And I challenge you, if you are a Christian, to read read the New Testament. And I, I believe it's in Ephesians, I want to say, where it talks about marriage. Ultimately, Jesus, the way that marriage is structured is how Jesus is with the body of Christ, aka us, aka the church. So even when you feel alone, when you feel like you want someone who, like a a romantic relationship or a relationship, remembering that Jesus is there and he, he acts as the church's husband. So he wants to be close to you. He wants to be emotionally intimate with you. And 
have that relationship with you. So that's my encouragement to you. And just being supportive of your friends no matter what and try to fight that jealousy if it sneaks in because the jealousy is going to make you bitter if you let it make you bitter. So fight it, find gratitude instead for where you're at and I promise it'll help you a lot. But that's my encouragement to you. It's not always, the grass is not always greener on the other side. And yeah. Okay. I'm going to answer two more questions. Let's talk about, ooh, this is one question I got that was really interesting. What do people misunderstand about you the most? Hmm. That is such a good question. And I think, okay, this is something that is actually very interesting. I mentioned how I was sober for a year. I mean, I'm honestly sober now. I don't drink really, but when I do, I have like one glass of wine. Regardless, doesn't matter. I think a lot of my friends assumed that I, just because I didn't drink meant that I didn't want to still go out. And I think a lot of times people do misunderstand was the word misinterpret or automatically assume that not drinking means you don't want to be social so I think that is something is like a lot of people just assume that that's how I am but like I love dancing I don't like bars (laughs) but I do love dancing I love smoke machines I love confetti I love listening to John DJ's house music we have like ragers in our house just me and him sometimes and I think that's probably the biggest one yeah, don't automatically assume, you guys. If you have a friend who doesn't drink, they could still want to go out with you and have fun. Okay, one more question, and then we're going to go. Um, ooh, okay. Finding the right church. I have some episodes about like holy, holy girl habits, encountering God. I have an episode on my testimony, so if you are wanting to get back in your faith, there, there are some episodes to help you get started there, but church ick is real. And I definitely had a lot of church ick when I started to get back into my faith. I didn't want to go to church for a bit, but I will say there are so many different types of churches. Just because you had a really bad experience in the past or when you were younger doesn't mean that every church is like that and that's something I'm learning and the church I go to right now it is so incredible you guys it is absolutely nothing like the one I went to when I grew up it was it's nothing like it. it's crazy the people there are super down to earth they are such genuine honest people they're like yeah I had a past yeah I had a drug addiction and I love Jesus now they talk about it. They're like, yeah, I had sex for marriage all the time. I had, I drank alcohol and partied all the time too. Like they talk about real stuff. And in fact, the other day I had a super deep convo with one of my friends about intimacy and relationships. And I feel like the church doesn't talk about sex at all. And it was like really cool how we actually were able to like talk about that. So it's all about finding the right people. A church ultimately is a community of people and it's more than just the sermon, go to the sermon, worship, leave. It's more than that. It's, it's about the actual people at the church too. I have formed some of my closest friendships in this community from the church I go to. And I really think it's all about trying out different places. But it's also really easy to get stuck in the church shopping era. Not every, there's honestly no churches that, no church is going to be perfect. 
but praying to the Lord that he's going to guide you to the right one. And I know he will. He literally, this was the only church we went to in this area and we fell in love with it because John searched churches in blah, blah, blah. And he was like the first one that showed up and he looked at it and we're like, that looks sick. Let's go. Holy spirit led. Let's go. So that's how we found ours. But don't lose heart. It's important to have relationships, people in your life who are believers because we are who we surround ourselves with. We become more like them. So I would definitely encourage you to get out there, try and go to a church. There's house churches too around the place. Like there doesn't have to be a cookie cutter church. You can find a group of people and have your own church on whatever day of the week and worship and talk about things. So that's my encouragement to you and just, you got this. Also, you guys, if you are wanting to get into your faith and have some time with the Lord and get closer to him and have community, we have a group chat. I'll put the link below. You can join it. We have a Bible study every week. It is a little prompts that you respond to. And then we have an awesome community of girls all over the world. So that's super fun. Check it out. And other than that, if you love the show, leave a, re- a review. It helps a lot, especially with the ratings because I'll push it out to more people so we can spread the love and the healthy but humanness with other people everywhere. I will see you next week on Wednesday. Keep it amazing. Have the best day. Stay sweaty. Stay healthy. Be human. And I just, I just am praying for you. I love you so much. Have the best day. Bye.